Hi friend, welcome to Charge My Core, where we are all about navigating the journey of self-discovery together. My name is Susie and I'm determined to change the world by having vulnerable conversations and deep connection that goes beyond a screen. I will help you uncover who you are at your core with insightful discussions, inspiring guests, and interactive challenges to get you out of your scroll and into your soul. This podcast will help you strip back who you think you should be to remember the wildly capable human you already are. Think of it as a cup of tea, a hug, and a kick in the butt all at once. So while we're striving for more, let's take a minute to slow down and charge our core. Hi, welcome back to Charge My Core. Today we are coming in hot with a pep talk episode for when your inner critic is loud, but trending audios are louder. You will understand the title. I'm sure you all know what your inner critic is, that mean voice in your head that is telling you that you're not good enough, or you're not trying hard enough, or that you're lazy, or that you're not a good partner, or you're not a good friend, or whatever your inner critic says to criticize you. And I know that I have done a lot of work on this personally over the years. And I think that through the digital lens, it's so important to remember that things like positive affirmations and gratitude journals and speaking to yourself kindly and learning how to reframe your thoughts, these are all very trendy things. And sometimes they are so trendy that we're like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that. But then when it comes to actually integrating it, right, putting into practice in our own life, we aren't doing it. So let's have a real talk, pep talk about how you can speak more kindly to yourself and have a little bit more fun with it. Like be playful. Don't get so bogged down by all of the long spiritual positive affirmations How can you speak to yourself in a way that you and your brain understands, right? So I'm really excited about this episode. It is still January. How is it still January? This month seems to drag on forever. If you are a loyal listener, you may have noticed that I didn't release an episode last week. I had some technical difficulties and some responsibility for my projects, my ongoing freelance projects, and it was just one of those weeks where things didn't work out, right? So here I am coming in hot with a pep talk. I just wanted to acknowledge that and to just be real that running your own podcast show, right? It is not everything that it looks to be. It is not super glamorous. It is a lot of work. It is a lot of editing. It is a lot of time to also make the graphics to correspond for the social media and I absolutely love it. I love connecting with you and showing up for you and creating this content, but it's not going to be perfect because life isn't perfect. So let's dive into this pep talk and talk about how if life isn't perfect, how can you amp yourself up? How can you be your biggest cheerleader? Because especially in January, especially when those winter blues, seasonal affective disorder come in hard, I know that for me, I am dramatically affected by the weather. And I live in England, right? Fell in love with a British man. Lucky me. And I love living here, but I really do struggle with the weather. I really struggle with it. And so for me, 
I have to give myself like 20 pep talks a day in January and February to get through the winter. So let's dive right in. So what, why this whole podcast episode came to light is because a few weeks ago, I told you I was studying for my theory exam here in the UK and I ended up getting sick. I thought it was COVID. I thought it might be pregnancy. Don't worry. It wasn't. Uh, This is not a pregnancy announcement, but I was very confused because I had lots of mysterious symptoms and I felt really ill. That was also the week that I was taking my theory exam, which is the written test for learning to drive here in the UK. Even though I have my license in America, I have to retake everything from scratch as if I've never driven before. And it is nothing like the tests in America. It's actually really difficult. I ended up failing the test by one point, right? And I talked about trying things new and, you know, putting yourself out there and being a beginner, things that I always talk about, right? And I'm not going to lie, it stung, right? I really identify with being a good test taker. And I couldn't believe that after 15 years of driving that I could fail a test about driving, right? But I did, and I had to do all the work to deal with it, and I know that had had a lot to do with me being sick, right? But I had to go back in this week and retake the test, and so I knew that I needed to amp myself up, that I needed to amp myself up during the test, that I needed to amp myself up before the test, and sometimes, I don't know about you, but different kind of internal monologues resonate with me when I'm in different moods, right? I'm a Gemini and I'm an Enneagram 7. I like for things to be fun, but I'm also a really deep thinker. Maybe you can relate to that. It's like you have this bubbly personality, you have this outgoing personality, but you also like analyze things and overthink and you have a lot of depth to you that not everyone sees, right? I kind of bear that depth to the world because that's just who I am. But I think it's really easy if you are an overthinker to let your inner critic get really loud in times of stress. And so I started to really fall in love with this audio that's like, go little rock star. If you are active on social media, I'm sure you know which one I'm talking about. And there's so many trending audios on social media. If you are an avid social media user, if you're using TikTok, if you're using Reels, right? Those little songs become earworms and they get stuck in your head, right? And I was doing some research for this episode to try to figure out why we get these earworms. And there's no definitive answer as far as why certain songs get stuck in our head and how that process, right? We all know that feeling of like getting a random song stuck in your head and it's all you can think about and you're singing it and maybe you're singing it out loud and you're trying to focus on something else and it's overpowering your thoughts, right? And so when it is like a positive song that is cheering you on, right? Like go little rock star. My friend brought me to my exam this week and we were joking about that little saying and I was like, I've been saying it to myself when working from home, when doing chores, when exercising, like I'm just amping myself up and cheering myself on with that little tune because it's stuck in my head and I am in the place where there I've been going through a lot of changes for the last couple of years, the ongoing pandemic, like all of us, like I think everyone's just at that point of like, how is this still happening and how are we still supposed to show up for life, right? But this is life right now. And so we need to figure out how to continue to do our best 
in the world the way that it looks right now. And so for me, I'm not resonating with super long affirmations. I believe in the power of affirmations. And if you've never used positive affirmations before, I did some research about why these positive affirmations actually work, right? And so there's a study published in the journal Social Cognitive and Effective Neuroscience. And it talked about the fact that practicing self-affirmation activates the reward center in your brain. So this is that same reward center for other pleasurable experiences, like winning something, winning an Instagram contest, or, you know, eating a really delicious meal or buying something new, right? You're getting those reward chemicals. And that is what's activated when you are speaking to yourself kindly, right? And so those neural pathways fire and it changes that area of the brain. So when you speak kindly to yourself, when you repeat these affirmations, like I am healthy, I am worthy, I am successful, I am strong, I am resilient, right? I am fucking fabulous. Like whatever you want it to be, you can make your affirmations be whatever you need them to be, right? But it is actually having a chemical reaction with your brain. It is changing your brain. It is rewarding your brain. And so I think it's really, really important. A lot of times when we talk about positive affirmations, it's people that are very far into their self-help, their spiritual journey, right? And people who maybe aren't very far into those spiritual journeys or self-development journeys roll their eyes at it. They're like, I'm not going to look in the mirror and tell myself I'm beautiful or strong or capable or whatever. Like, it's like, yeah, right. Like, that's stupid. That's silly, right? But then the people who do do it swear by it and are like, it really helped me, right? Because our brain, we know, are ancient machines, right? Our brains have to create shortcuts because our brains are very primitive, right? So our brain hasn't evolved that much over the years of human beings, right? Our brain is designed to keep us safe, right? It is designed to find food and shelter and keep us safe in the wild. And so it is not designed to make as many decisions as possible, right? This is why we get that digital overload. This is why like the amount of consumption that we do daily on social media, on regular media, it's too much for our brain because we are just designed to make these kind of quick decisions, right? And so we need shortcuts in our brain because our brain is lazy. It doesn't want to analyze all of these things, right? And that's why we get decision fatigue. So the shortcuts lead to cognitive biases, which is where we believe something and we don't really even know why, right? And they can become very deep-rooted limiting beliefs and beliefs that shape our identity, which our identity determines our habits, right? And if you haven't listened to the habit episode, please do because habits are my jam. I think I'm going to do another habit episode have it episode soon. So when we are in this place where we are having a really busy brain and maybe we're under stress, right? Even if you've been doing the work, quote unquote, doing the work, positive affirmations are something that you can 
continually return to, to remind your brain that you're doing well, right? To remind your brain that things are okay, to actually change the chemistry and the neural pathways in your brain to be more positive, to be happier, right? And so if you're in a place in your life where you're like, oh, I don't want to look in the mirror and say I'm healthy or say I'm strong, like those things aren't resonating with me. How can you reframe the affirmations to be a bit more playful, right? Have some fun with it. If you work on social media or you're an avid social media user, how can you use the trending audios to be your affirmations? Like, Go little rock star. And I know this because my love language is words of affirmation. So if you haven't taken the five love languages test yet, I really highly recommend because this also applies to how we can speak to ourself, right? And how we can give ourself the self-love in our love language. So mine's is words of affirmation. So for me, journaling and positive affirmations is a really powerful tool because words are how I feel appreciated and loved. And those words can also come from me. I will say that as a recovering overachiever and perfectionist, I definitely, definitely can slip back into being too hard on myself. My inner critic gets mean and nasty really quick gets like, you're not doing enough. You're not, you know, you're not enough essentially. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, most of us can have our inner critic rear its ugly head when we're going through times of stress, which let's face it, is a lot when you're adulting. Like, oh my goodness, right? There's so many ups and downs, especially as someone with ADHD who has emotional dysregulation, who is an entrepreneur, who's living through a pandemic. It's like everything is setting me up to have these epic ups and downs. And so when I am, I need to go back to the basics of hyping myself up, cheering myself on, switching that voice in my head that is being critical to a voice that is being loving and encouraging and kind, right? And so how can you be a bit more playful? If you're not resonating with, I am healthy, I am worthy, I am successful, I am wealthy, like those types of affirmations, then can you use the trending audios that you're hearing every day on social media Anyways, right? Go little rock star or whatever it is for you. Can you use those catchy little sayings and repeat them to yourself? No matter how silly you feel, right? Throw feeling silly out the window and just say like, I'm just going to try this and see if it helps. Because if you think about it, whatever your internal narrative is right now, if you are in a place where you are not feeling your best, you don't feel like you are thriving in every area of your health, of your wealth, of your relationships, of your career, if you are not thriving, then it's it's time for you to kind of assess what you can change, right? And I think it's so important for us to remember that our internal narrative is what we hear literally the most out of anything. And that's why I love doing these pep talks and listening to podcasts myself and interacting with other people is because sometimes our internal narrative, especially if you're working from home by yourself, can be really loud and can be really draining, right? So how can you shift your internal narrative to be more encouraging? If you like long drawn out affirmations, 
Can you write them down? Can you write down your affirmations in the morning? Can you say them to yourself while you're doing the dishes? Can you habit stack them, add them in, write them on sticky notes and stick them on your mirror, right? So that they're right there in front of your face. And don't just say any old affirmations, right? Say ones that resonate with you, that make you laugh. If you have kind of like a silly relationship with yourself, like you like to joke, you like to laugh, can you make your affirmations funny? If you like, you know, potty mouth, if you like, I don't know, certain type of music or a certain type of slang, can you use that language that resonates with you to encourage yourself? Because I promise you, and I know from experience, when I am kinder to myself, when I am actively working on shifting my internal narrative, I am so much happier. I am so much more resilient. I am so much more able to tackle what life is throwing my way, right? And we know that as human beings, we have a negativity bias, right? We also know that we, our brain forms cognitive biases. So we believe things that we don't even know why we believe them, right? And naturally, all human beings have a negativity bias. So we are more likely to remember and associate and attach ourselves to negative experiences than positive ones, right? So that's why speaking to ourselves kindly and rewiring those neural pathways is so important because we aren't going to do it naturally. We have to do it. We have to add it in and we have to remember that, yeah, you can go down the path even if you've done the work, even if you are a positive person, even if you are optimistic, even if you're a coach, even if you're a teacher, a helper, a parent, even if you are pouring positivity into other people, are you giving yourself the same treatment? And often we are too shameful to admit that I'm not really being that kind to myself right now, right? And I think it's really important to remember just like our relationships fluctuate with our romantic partners, with our children, with our loved ones, with our friends, your relationship with yourself will fluctuate too, right? So even if you have a baseline of self-worth and self-love and self-compassion, there will still be fluctuations and times where the life circumstances make you maybe be a little bit harder on yourself. If you have those tendencies like I do to be an overachiever, to be really hardworking, to be a perfectionist, right? I call myself a recovering perfectionist. I think I really tackle that all or nothing thinking and especially when it comes to healthy habits. But there's loads of other areas of life, right? And I do not claim to be perfect whatsoever. But what I know is I will always put in the work for myself and I know that you can do it too. That you can change your thoughts by amping yourself on, amping yourself up, cheering yourself on. I keep like interchanging those into one amping yourself on. But again, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know what I'm trying to say. And really, I think it's so easy, especially in this world of social media where we see all these experts, we see all these gurus, we see all these people who are talking about self-love and affirmations and positivity and positive mental attitude, all of these things. And we just think, oh, well, everyone else has nailed it. Everyone else is treating themselves really well. Everyone else feels really confident and great about themselves, but not me, 
right? Are you doing that? Are you slipping into the fact that you think that everyone else is not being so mean to themselves? Well, spoiler alert, like I said, your relationship with yourself will fluctuate just as much as your relationship with other people. It is an ongoing relationship. You don't just get to some destination and say, oh, I have self-love now, right? Oh, I talk to myself kindly now, right? You can improve over time, but you are going to need different things at different times, just like any other relationship. And so if you have been slacking on your positive affirmations, if you have been turning to old coping mechanisms of kind of being too hard on yourself, not being kind to yourself, and maybe for you, it's not criticizing, you know, what you do in your career. Maybe it's criticizing your body, or maybe it's nitpicking your skin, or the type of mother you are, or the type of friend you are. Maybe it's any of those things. But for you, think about how can I be a little bit more playful with my own internal dialogue? How can I use things if I do like TikTok, if I do like social media and spend a decent amount of time on there? Can I use those empowering songs and trending audios to empower myself, right? Maybe for you, it's not positive affirmations that you're going to recite, but maybe it's really empowering music, like having a playlist that you can sing along to and you can be singing it, empowering yourself, right? really embodying it, but then you don't have to go to that next level of like saying your positive affirmations in the mirror or writing them down. And I will just remind you, and I know if you are listening to Charge My Core, you know this, but it's a great reminder that if you constantly take everything when it comes to healing and self-discovery super, super seriously, then it's not going to be very fun, right? The only person that can make healing and getting to know themselves fun is you, right? And if you listen to Charge My Core, I hope to infuse that in you, right? And that is not to discount those super hard and heavy emotions that you may be working through, right? You may be going through something that you're like, I can't make light of this. I can't laugh. I can't, you know, dance or find the joy. And that's okay. And I'm holding so much space for you. But can you learn to compartmentalize just a little bit and still find things that make you laugh and still find kind ways to speak to yourself, right? I think that there is so much nuance when it comes to self-discovery. And that is why I'm always encouraging you to find your voice through listening to mine. So I hope that this pep talk has given you that extra boost to really consider how you're speaking to yourself. When you think about your internal dialogue, would you say it out loud to a friend, to your niece, to your grandma, to your mom? And if you wouldn't, how can you flip the script, right? How can you add in some fun stuff, some playful stuff to hype yourself up? And I will say that when I took my exam this time, I was hyping myself up between every question. I was hyping myself up beforehand. I was singing my song, go little rock star and I passed with flying colors. So in my life, in my immediate experience, I've seen the power of not sitting in fear, not sitting in, oh, I don't know if I can do it. I'm going to fail, right? That's where I was before because I was so nervous about this test. And I was like, you know what? I can only prepare. I can only do my best. 
and talking to myself more kindly is definitely not going to hurt. And what do you know? I got the result I was looking for. So this is just your little pep talk, your little kick in the butt to speak to yourself kindly because you are a badass. You are a rock star. And whatever language that is resonating with you right now, it might change, right? You might need a really loving, nurturing tone. You might need a like, come on, baby, you can do it. Like a jokey, fun tone, right? Try not to make it a really harsh inner critic, but you know, the most important thing is that it resonates with you and it pushes you to be your best self and that you're aware that you are actually changing your brain, that you are actually activating that reward center when you are repeating these positive affirmations, when you are repeating these positive sentiments, when you are listening to these songs and really feeling it. I know that you can get through whatever you are walking through right now. I promise you, whatever it is, it will not last forever. And you are so much stronger than you think. So I'm going to leave you with go little rock star. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know, share it, tag me, and we can hype each other up together. Have a fabulous day and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Charge My Core. If you vibed with this episode, take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram stories and tag me at enthusiasm because if you connected with this episode, then I bet your friends will too. Together, we can figure out how to charge up ourselves as much as we charge our devices. Until next time, focus on less scroll and more soul.